Hey, hey, everyone. It's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so glad that you're here with me on this Tuesday morning. And I hope wherever you are, you are doing something positive for yourself. And so I don't think I have to really go into much detail about all the uncertainty and the anxiety that everyone seems to be feeling on an almost daily basis today. And so in today's show, last week we started um, sort of a mini-series, if you will, on how to supercharge your immunity and how self-care plays into that. And I want to continue on that theme today, but moreover is I want to go more into self-care from the inside. I'm speaking more about using self-care as a means to deal with stress and anxiety. And also what I will, I will leave you at the end of the show today um, with three tips on how to hopefully help, hopefully help you manage um, manage, your, manage your anxiety and your uncertainty that you must be feeling today. And I'm doing that for a couple reasons. One is, last week we talked a lot about the physical things that you can do to help for self-care. Um, we talked about some, some, of the, some of the more popular vitamins, um, some superfoods to eat. Uh, we talked about exercise and activity and even sleep. And all of that's all well and good. I'm not saying that it's not. But we didn't talk much about how to manage the feelings and the thoughts with respect to helping you deal with stress and anxiety. And it just seems to be such a predominant theme these days, given the state of the world and everything that's happening uh, with the coronavirus pandemic that's going on worldwide. If anything else, I am more convinced than ever that this is a golden opportunity for all of us to really examine what we're doing to take care of ourselves and what can we do to actually up-level our game in today's times to help us better manage how we look after ourselves. It's a golden opportunity because we're having, we're learning, literally learning how to do life from a completely different viewpoint right now. So it's a perfect opportunity to retool any type of fitness, health, and self-care regimen for you. So every challenge you have to remember is always an opportunity, every single one. And sometimes we can't see that opportunity at the time. All we're focused on is really so many people are so focused every day on just survival mode, on just getting by. And the teacher in me, that my heart just breaks for people who don't think they have any other option. And so what I'm here to tell you is, is you do have an option. You always have a choice as to how you respond to stress and anxiety and how you choose to manage it for you in terms of what's the best means for you to deal with the stress and anxiety that has to do with better self-care for yourself. It's a golden opportunity for all of us. And that's what I want to get to today. But before I get to those three easy tips and techniques, I want to just give you a little bit of perspective and breakdown on why this is so critical, not just from a self-care standpoint, but from an immune system standpoint. Because we talked about a lot of the what I like to think are the more obvious things last week as to how to supercharge your immune system. But one, one thing we have to remember is, is that our brains are programmed to help us survive. That is the number one job of the human brain is to keep us safe and secure. And this is why when we come up with, we get a new idea or there's something new that we want to try or maybe we want to adopt a new pattern, you know, and make significant changes in our life, we get so much pushback mentally because our brains don't understand it. Our brains are used to doing what's easy for it. They're just, we are creatures of habit and we, we easily, we adapt well to what we know well. And we get really good at what we do often. You've heard me say that a lot. 
And so when it comes to making changes for us, especially things that are, you know, not familiar to us that can be potentially uncomfortable, maybe put us in a position where we feel vulnerable, where we feel like we might, you know, hurt ourselves in some way, you know, our mind wants to protect us from that. And so this is why when we are faced with a challenge where we do not know what the outcome is or when the outcome is going to be, then we, our brain wants to put us in survival mode. And this is literally why it's called the fight or flight response, because so much of how we respond to something is what actually causes the stress response to happen in our bodies. Um, and today, in today's world, uncertainty is everywhere. It is predominant. And our, what we have to remember is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, Yes, we all want to survive. We all want to feel good, but we all want to come out of this, hopefully, in a better position than we are now. And I know that is really tough to see right now with everything that's happening, um, because all we are told constantly, if you listen to the news or you, you read things on the Internet or you hear, hear it on the radio or on the TV, it's all doom and gloom. It's all the bad. It's, it's all the negative. And our brain hears that. Our brain responds to that. And our brain tells us this is really bad and this is not going to get any better. And we can't do this and this and this because that's going to put us in the position to do this and that's not good. And that's what our brain is telling us on a regular basis. And so the thought of actually doing anything different right now for a lot of us is probably just too much to bear. But what I am here to tell you is, is that, you know, underneath all that, there is an opportunity for us to come out much stronger on the other side. Uh, because the only way that we get stronger is to face adversity and to face it head on. And when we face it head on and, you know, we hold on, we strap our seatbelts on and we hold on then, and we are open to possibility, then we do find there is a way for us to get there and we learn lessons along the way as well. It's hard sometimes to calm our brain when our, the thoughts are going off the charts and the anxiety is off the charts behind it. It's hard to tell our brains that. And this is why we constantly feel like we're in this push and pull scenario. You know, we, we want to move forward. We want to do what we need to do to take care of us. But we constantly feel like something's pulling us back. And so we have to remember that that's a natural response by our brain. And However, it is a response that we can override with some practice and with some commitment. And this is where learning to manage stress in a healthy way is actually good from a, from a self-care perspective. And this is also where it can help us supercharge our immune system. Because at the end of the day, with all of this going on, our perspective is our best weapon. Okay? Our perspective is our best weapon. The lens in which we see the world, the lens in which we see our lives and how we're going to respond to things is our best weapon. That is what's going to help help us navigate these uncharted waters in which we have plenty of those days ahead as well. So let me just give you a little bit, a little bit more background on your brain before I give you those three tips and strategies that I promised you, is that as our brain operates these uncertain times and these, these days where we literally never know when the other shoe is going to drop, you have to remember that our brain prefers an outcome. We prefer something that we know has a beginning and an end. We feel better when we know that there's a plan on the way. We feel better when we know this is going to last a couple of days or seven days or 14 days or a month, okay? You know, our brain just functions better when we know that there's an outcome, okay? It's an outcome that we can actually see and that we can relate to, okay? And right now, we don't have that. And so this is what's causing a whole lot of stress and anxiety to happen. 
And because our brains are programmed so much to keep us in a safe spot, it's all of this anxiety and stress that's actually keeping us from going to the place in our brain that's actually going to help us, that's going to help us find the solutions and to help us solve the problems that we're dealing with almost every day now. Okay, our higher brain is what's responsible for problem solving. That's where our logical mind comes in and we can balance pros and cons and we can look at things without emotion. That's in our higher brain. And it's hard to do that when we're feeling all, all of the feelings that relate to stress and anxiety. It's really hard. And honestly, in full transparency, I struggle myself. I find myself in freak-out mode almost on a daily basis now. But what I have learned to do in managing my thoughts is allowing myself to, you know, let myself sit and feel all the feelings that I'm feeling. When we're stressed, it's rarely just one feeling that we're feeling, okay? It's like this huge traffic jam that's going on in our brain. It's like this gigantic game of ping pong ball, only there's like a 100 ping pong balls going all over the place, okay? And so when we're feeling all of the anxiety and all the stress and all the uncertainty that goes with it, it's usually bringing around several different emotions. It's possible for us to feel one, more than one emotion at, at the same time, okay? Now, the feelings that we're feeling are causing all the anxious thoughts that we're having. So if you're feeling, you know, worried or you're feeling hurt or you're feeling upset, then that's causing a thought to go along with that, okay? So if we're feeling stressed because of all the closures that are going on, then the thought that we're, that we may have as a result of that is, is I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. I'm not going to have enough money to take care of all this. That's a thought. Okay. Um, and so the feelings that we're feeling create all the thoughts that we're having. And you have to remember that we are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are separate from us. Our thoughts are simply sentences that exist in our head. And those sentences come and go every hour of every day. And so we may, this is why we realistically and logically, we think so many thoughts every single day. And a lot of the thoughts that we think we don't even remember. Okay. Someone once told me, and I might've even said it on the show is that, you know, we think up to 50,000 thoughts in a day and you know, the great majority of those we don't even remember. And that's because it's just, it's constant all the time. And so I just want you to remember that because if you're feeling anxious, it's okay. Okay, I want you to think, I want you to be free every day to feel all the feelings, to be where you are, okay? You know, I think we're programmed to when we feel uncomfortable or when we feel scared or upset, well, I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to push past it. I'm going to think positive and I'm going to override it. And granted, there are people out there in the world that do that. And honestly, I did that for a long time myself. And it worked for a little while, but after a while, what you're actually trying to cover up usually surfaces in some way, okay? And sometimes it takes a crisis like what we're dealing with now or a situation in which it causes us to really slow down in our tracks to really take a look at what the core issue actually is. And only then can we really get clear on what's the best way for us to move forward. And when we learn to inventory our thoughts on a daily basis, and we learn to allow ourselves to feel the feelings, to not resist them, to feel them, then it's only then that we can process them and we can work through, hopefully, in a positive way that serves us, a way that we can actually move forward and take care of ourselves at the same time, okay? And with all the talk right now about washing our hands, you know, you hear it everywhere you go. You're probably doing it 50 times a day, um, maybe more. 
I think a really good analogy to that right now is doing the things to wash our thoughts, to wash our minds and to keep our minds clean, because it's going to keep us from thinking those toxic, dirty thoughts, if you will, that keep us stuck, that keep us in a place that doesn't serve us, that keeps us in a place where we just feel anxious, like we're in a pressure cooker all the time. Okay. And when we're constantly feeling like that, it wears down our immune system. Okay. That constant stress response in our body just tears apart the places in our body that help protect us. Um, And that's something that we don't want, especially now. I mean, obviously we don't want it ever, but right now, because of the fact that everyone, Everyone seems to be so much more on high alert. I feel compelled to tell you that it's totally normal to feel the way that you're feeling. It's totally normal. It's totally okay. But it's also totally okay for you to decide that you want to feel something different because we are in charge of our feelings. And when we decide to change our thoughts, we can feel different things. We are responsible for that because that is a response. That's a response that comes from us. And when we change the way we respond to things, we change the way that we think. And when we change the way that we think, we see that we have different options and outcomes available to us. Okay. And so sometimes when nothing else makes sense, and I found myself in this spot a lot, really, probably over the last week or 10 days, when we find ourselves in a spot where nothing really makes sense, when we feel completely out of control, and we just literally wonder what's going to happen next, the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to show ourselves some compassion, show ourselves some self-love. It's okay to feel all the feelings. It's okay to do that. Um, It's not serving you to ignore it. Okay. It serves you to address it. It serves you to ask the question, what can I do in this moment to make myself feel better? What is going to serve me better? That is totally okay. And totally expected that you do that almost every day, probably several times a day. Okay. So I want to go ahead and go through these three easy tips and strategies for you. And then I just want to leave you with one more thought. So when it comes to what we can do for stress management with respect to self-care from an immunology standpoint, a way that helps protect our immune system, um, it's basically what I just said is tip number one is to allow yourself to be where you are. Okay. Show yourself some self-compassion every single day. And this, for some of you, might be a very gradual process, Um, because I've had some conversations with some of you over the last week that you're really struggling in this area, and I want you to know I hear you and I feel you, okay? I really do. And it's okay to feel like that, okay? It's not okay, though, to not show yourself some self-compassion and some self-love in the same regard, okay? You are not allowed to beat up on yourself all the time. You are allowed to feel the feelings, acknowledge the feelings, acknowledge their presence. And then I feel compelled to tell you that it does not serve you to stay there after that. Okay. What serves you better is doing what you can do to move yourself forward. Even if it's just a teeny tiny step, even if it's just a few minutes of quiet time to spend with yourself, even if it's a few minutes to do something that makes you feel good, that's not selfish. Okay. That's actually serving you in a way that you can be of greater service to yourself and to other people as well. Okay. So show yourself some self-compassion every day. Okay. It's the resistance of not allowing yourself to feel it that totally drains the living life out of you. Okay. And this is what contributes so much to why so many people stay so much on edge almost all the time. And it's really sad because 
there's still quite a bit to be thankful for and grateful for in spite of everything that seems to be going wrong. Okay. And tip number two is to inventory your thoughts. Remember that your thoughts come from your feelings. Okay. And you do have control over your thoughts. Okay. So every single day, give yourself time to do that. Literally. Um, pick a time of the day that works for you. It might be early in the morning. It might be in the evening. It might be in the middle of the day when you feel like you need a break. And if you need to do it a couple times a day, then do that. But don't deny yourself the experience of doing that because you're always, that when you learn to do this regularly, you learn to manage your mind better. Not only that, but you learn to manage your thoughts better too. And in a time, times like now where everything seems so uncertain, that is so important. Okay, and then tip number three is to practice some meditation. And this can be any number of things. Some people prefer to do meditation and movement at the same time, like yoga, for example, or restorative yoga, which is a much slower paced, really not intense at all workout. Um, but it is a way to practice some meditation because you're forced to slow down. And it's in that space of slowing down that actually allows the mind to quiet it allows the noise to shut off. It allows the, our frontal brains, the brains that want to keep us safe, to stop trying to talk us out of doing things that are positive for us. Okay? So finding that quiet time is so important. It might be sitting outside. It might be having some a quiet devotional time, maybe in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed. Um, maybe it's just reading a good book for a little while to help you settle down. Um, I think I've talked to you guys about this before, but before you go to sleep at night, turn off the electronics, turn off the news, try not to listen to the negative, and instead allow yourself that quiet time to, you know, to feel the feelings that you want, you know, to read that book that makes you feel good, to do what's going to help you try to relax and literally shut off the noise. Those three things alone can go a long way. Those three tips I just shared with you can go a long way to helping you manage your mind better in this crisis. Not only that, but to help you step up your self-care game when it comes to washing your mind and keeping your thoughts clean, okay? And to keeping us from going to that dark place that does not serve us. Because remember, at the end of the day, the goal for all of us is to look after ourselves, and not only in a way that serves us, but protects us too. And that means we have to look at things that help our immune system function better. And when we can learn to manage our stress and anxiety, we're taking a big step in that direction. Okay. Um, some other th just easy little things to keep in mind. This isn't really a tip. These are just some extra little things I wanted to make sure I reminded you of is to really take care and make sure that you're getting sleep these days. That is so, so important. Sleep is so, so important for helping our immune system stay healthy. Um, and for a lot of us, it might seem like a really tall order these days. Um, you might find your brain just racing a mile a minute when you're really, in fact, trying to calm down and do the exact opposite. So again, remember to show yourself some compassion. Remember to show yourself some self-love. Give yourself that time to slow down at the end of the day. And, you know, try to step up your game in the sleep department. You know, maybe it's going to bed a little bit earlier in the evening. Maybe it's getting getting up a little bit later in the morning. Maybe it's allowing yourself a little nap in the middle of the day. Whatever it's going to take that's going to help you, that's going to serve you in a higher way, then do that. You know, obviously activity and exercise is always going to be a good outlet for you. It releases so many negative things, things that we just 
tend to keep pent up. You know, when we think stress, when we think thoughts that stress us out, you know, when we allow ourselves to stay anxious for a period of time, the thing you have to remember about stress, you know, thoughts that stress us out, if you will. Okay. And I use stress loosely because stress literally is our response to something. You know, this crisis now is not stress. Our response to it creates stress within us. Okay. The, what's happening right now with the coronavirus pandemic that's actually what's called a stress or that's an event that causes us to go into the stress response. So stress really is our response completely to something. Okay. And so when we do, when we allow ourselves to stay in that anxious space constantly, okay, all of those stressful thoughts have to find a place somewhere in our bodies. And for so many of us, those stressful thoughts manifest themselves in the form of aches and pains. For example, low back pain, migraine headaches even. You know, maybe you have a recurring injury in a shoulder or a leg or a knee. And when you get stressed out, you find that that place just starts to bother you even more. There's no question that if that we are, we do have certain injuries or places in our body where we are susceptible to feeling aches and pains, that when we're stressed out, um, it will be exponentially more. Um, there is no doubt about it. That is backed up by science. So just keep that in mind if you notice that there are places in your body that just aren't responding, that you're feeling tired and sore and achy. This is where exercise and activity can be so important and so critical in a time like now. And taking a walk is helpful, doing some yoga, doing strength training, anything that's going to help keep your body fit and strong is going to be a huge help in helping yourself along the way with the stre- with the self-care, okay? So that's what I got for you today. Um, I hope that that was helpful for you. You know, we, we're doing a whole lot in social media these days because we are connecting with people from all over the country and all over the world now. This is a, a troubling time for so many of us. But we are, I want you to remember that we are all connected and we will all get through this together. I want to invite you over to my Facebook community, uh, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Please come over and join us. We are doing, I'm, we're, we are doing lots of extra exercises and activities and uh, I'm sharing such powerful content uh, with everybody now on this entire subject of how we can take better care of ourselves in critical times, which is where we are right now. Um, we have, I've also started a brand new pop-up group, Ultimate Fitness Challenges for Functional Fitness Results. Um, you are welcome to come over and join us there. We are doing keeping this to the exercise and activity piece of self-care. So head on over, find us, feel free to send me a message on Facebook if you like, um, or you can find me on my business page, the letter C, the letter U Fitness. Um, we have a green logo. That's how you can find us because there are several of them out there. Okay. So, and if none of that works, feel free to reach out to me on my website at the letter C, the letter U fitness.com and send me an email. Just click contact us, send me an email. Uh, we can chat for a little bit. I want to know uh, what, what's happening with you and what I can do to help you. Um, and then I can give you all the information as to how to join, how to join um, either of our communities right now. We need each other now more than ever, folks. We are meant to be connected to other people. So I want to invite you, please do not hesitate to reach out. We are in this together. We will get through this together. This is Allison Katzkowski. This is the ultimate journey of self-care. I so appreciate your support and you listening to me every single week. Uh, your support means more to me than I can even begin to express. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Again, this is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.